0: You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Hey, good morning. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room 205 342 9904. As always, this is the phone number if you'd like to get in with Dad and I this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109. Go give it a follow. personal Twitter is at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. The email address for our show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. If you get that Tide 100.9 app on your smartphone, uh, you can listen to all the shows. You listen to the Nick Saban show. Uh, tonight uh, so uh, the game on saturday so uh, get that app on your phone it also has a chat box up there in the top right hand corner if you want to send a message uh, into the show 12 30 a.m wtbc we're also carried on there at 100.9 on the fm dial uh, before we get to dad here let us thank our great sponsor and that would be yellowwood of all the colors yellow is the most important at least when it comes to building outdoors, no matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. Always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Uh, Noah Haynes behind the glass, taking your calls this morning. Good morning, Noah. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. Uh, certainly, I want to talk a few minutes about Bobby
2: and Night passing away, and also I'll talk about it some of our breaks. Um, Bobby was a very complicated guy, a terrific basketball coach. But I think barriers around him
3: some. Uh, he and I became close friends. And uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, I knew he had been sick, but I didn't know how
2: sick. I called at his cell number to try to speak to Karen, his wife, and uh, did, didn't reach her. And uh, lo and behold, that night, I see whether he had passed away. Um, I don't know that I could say we would, but we could have won the game. He won three national championships. We played him in the 75, 76 six, uh NCAA tournament in Baton Rouge with Coach Brown on the bench and we had uh, a great chance to beat them we didn't uh, we had a block charge call at mid-court Barry I can't think of the other guy, Leon for us and I can't think of the other person's name uh, for them with a Big Ten Booker Brown calling the game uh, no doubt it was a missed call uh, very costly for us and uh, so uh I can't recall the kid's name. But he went on and played in the pros. But we had we 75, It was in seventy-five, seventy-six, and they were undefeated. And we played them about as well as anybody uh, could play them. When I was in Little Rock, um, Joe Ford, who Barry, of course, knew Joe, Joe Ford, owned Alltale, invited me to go to with Bobby to Augusta to play golf, and um, we went. We had a really good time that night. We stayed in those cabins that night. Bobby and and Joe stayed up all night, telling, giving story, talking about the war. Um, my little Fanny went to bed because I didn't know much about the war, but uh, he's very learned about stuff like that. Um, I know Barry could help me with this name. Um, as we as time went on, Bobby told Joe. He said, Joe. I'll be happy to come over to Little Rock and speak and try to raise some money. So um, Joe raised some money for Little Rock because he needed to. So I um, I, um, got lined up, and I called the sports editor. Who was that, Barry? Wally uh, Hall. Huh? Wally Hall. Yeah. Thank you. I called Wally Hall and told him that Bobby was going to come in and that we would, I'd appreciate if he would help us get a crowd to hear him speak. Uh, lo and behold, the headline was: "Would you pay twenty dollars to hear a night?" And for after under those under those sentences, he blasted Bobby for everything he was worth. I go to the airport to get to to get pick Bobby up that morning. Joe had flown up in one of his planes and picked him up. When Bobby got off the plane, he had the paper in his hand. And he was really upset about it. It almost was a lawsuit about it. And Wally tried to cut his guts out, really hurt our attendance. And um was one of the most ridiculous things that uh, a sports writer could do for somebody that had called to ask to do whatever. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but Mike Davis, who. Who played for me at Alabama? Uh, Kent Benson, but his name Mike Nordholz just just told me. Um, uh, Mike Davis was hired by Bobby and um, um, worked for him for several years, three years, I think it was. They're going through the portals, going through the do- open doors there, and um, they 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 pass a guy. And he said. What's up, night? And Bobby grabbed him, and uh, when he did, um, a confrontation started. It didn't hit him or anything, but he grabbed him and it was shaking. And of course, the newspapers got a hold of it. And three days later, Bobby was fired. Um, but uh, Mike, Mike uh, took that job, got into finals, got in the final game for the NCAA, got beat. Uh, probably wasn't quite ready, as he said. Probably wasn't quite ready to, to take that job, but he took it, and he did a good job and naturally criticized anybody that follows Bobby Knight is going to get busted regardless of what they do, so didn't make any difference. But uh, um, Paul Thompson... When he was at Texas Tech, Carl Thompson came to me and wanted to fly out to see Bobby. He'd known Bobby, and I think I don't know if Sonny went with us, somebody else went with us, a a real big name basketball guy. And so we flew flew out to see Bobby. Uh, And uh, one of the funny things, uh, one of the funny things I'll tell, I won't spend the whole time, is that Bobby came in to, Bobby came in to do a television game. And I, we, I picked him up, and we ate out of the at that basement at Bystar. And um, he wanted to go fishing, and call me, he called me. said, "Wimp, I want to, I want to go fishing." So, uh, Dwight Cunningham, who was a friend of mine, Dwayne. A great, D- Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, Dwayne Cunningham, who was a friend of mine, had a big place out where people went in. They rented the place, they spent the night, and so I took him out there. I got on the bank and started. You know, casting fish, he got in the boat, and it was getting dark. he got in the boat, and I think he had a great time, and of course he signed the ledger that he was there, and he sent him some
1: stuff and and i um I appreciate That's when uh, Blake was a kid, he was out okay. there and Blake came home. He, he learned some new words. Uh, yeah, listen, listen you're up. right,
2: Barry. <laughs> forgot up. all about that. Listened. He sure did. Yeah, he, he, had,
1: never, he, he had looked up this guy. That guy yeah. used so much profanity. Blake was yeah. turned off uh, by the profanity by yeah. that he
2: used. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And uh, I tried to recruit Randy Whitman. He got Randy in, but I tried to recruit Randy Whitman. One day, I worked my fanny off on Reginald King. I wasn't the head coach. And I just about killed myself trying to get him. All of a sudden, Reginald King, I've told you a story before, that's okay. Reginald King came to me and said, Coach, you, you wouldn't get mad if I changed, changed, went somewhere else, would you? And I didn't know how to answer that. I didn't want to make him mad, but I didn't want to tell him yes. And that was Bobby. had come in there trying to recruit him, and, of course, we, we held on to him. So um, there'd be a lot of people who, who don't like him. But let me Let me tell you this. When he was coaching in the Army, he met Coach K, and Coach K was his point guard. And uh, that relationship started, and they stayed close friends for a long time. Towards the end, uh, they had a falling out. Uh, I don't know how bad the falling out was, but I do know it wasn't good. Uh, They didn't. Don't think they ever spoke to each other, ever again. Right. Uh, maybe maybe they tried to patch it. I can't remember that. I don't want to tell something that's wrong. And I know that people listen to this show who don't don't care for Bobby, but I think it's a very interesting. I was, you know, really good friends. He came and spent the night with Annette and I and Little Rock. And when he did make that speech, uh, the speech I don't know that it, it went over that
1: well. I think Barry didn't think it did, and uh, so. Oh, well, you talking about in little? Well, yeah. the The Uh-oh. problem was it was a fish fry, uh, and we were trying to raise money, and they had all these kids there. I mean, little kids. Yeah. And yeah. he was so mad at Wally Hall when he got yeah. up there. That's and, right. And his first hundred words, he said yeah. about every cuss word you could yeah. possibly yeah. say. Yeah. Say.
2: I knew. I knew you didn't like that, and I didn't either. And when I got in the car with him, he said, uh, "That was all right, wasn't it?" and uh i didn't i and I, he said uh I'm sure there's a lot of Baptists here i know i don't I remember he said i'm sure there are a lot of Baptists here. i said i and i just said to him, that's fine Bobby. uh that's fine but uh, uh, through the years uh Bobby and i uh you know were were really friends the the coach Bryant sitting on the bench uh at Baton Rouge was a big deal. And, uh, boy, we played good. We missed some last few shots to win, win that thing and, and didn't. But uh, um, and I appreciate Barry giving me time to say all this. But um, I I, th- I thought a lot of Bobby. I think Bobby, Bobby thought a lot of me. And I called him a lot and checked on him. The last time I called him and talked to him, after about 12 minutes in the speak- into the talk, he said, Let me speak. Let me let me let you speak to Karen. And I knew that would never happen. And I knew then when he said, let me let you speak to Karen. And he got on a, they moved from Lubbock back to uh, uh, the University of Indiana. And uh, Bloomington. Yeah, Bloomington. And his wife would take, Karen would take him in a, in a he loved baseball. And he, his wife would take him in a golf cart to see a baseball game. The only thing that disappointed me somewhat was when he he said he would never go back uh, to the arena. And he went back in a very awkward, untimely time, waved to the crowd. You know, they were standing up and giving him whatever. And two or three of the players went with him. It just seemed like it was an untimely reception. Um, he, the guy could really coach, he could really get you to play. He won the Olympics. Um, hands down on the Olympics, um, had three national championships, as I mentioned. I think that's right. And um, so it was a, a, a real inspiration to to a lot of people, and a lot of people didn't like him. A lot of people don't – let me tell you something, uh, listeners. A lot of people don't like coaches, athletes, or people that they don't know. You decide whether you like them by the way they act and, you know – I wasn't in his class. A lot of people didn't like me, so it's it's just the way that that's just the way it is. You make a decision of whether you like or dislike a guy. You just do. I do too. And um, so it's um, it was a deal there where I can't remember who Hall Thompson and I went out with to flew out there in his private plane to see Bobby when he won his eight hundred eight eight I forget how many Division One games the most ever. So. Uh, Oh, it was the one that asked me to go, so I certainly I went. Anyway, that's that's a few things about Bobby
1: that I said yeah, I went. Well, my say. memory is uh, real quick, and then we got to break. Is when we were at Little Rock. Uh, this won't mean anything to Noah, but we were playing. In, we were playing the Indiana tournament, we were playing Indiana. I got kicked out of the game Market Square Arena, and where the Pacers. Yeah, I want to say that. And uh, so we're. I'm probably in the late twenties as we're playing Indiana, Arkansas-Little Rock versus Indiana, you're not getting a very good whistle. You you get kicked out of the game. And so I turn around, look at Clarence uh, and Dennis' assistant, and say, we're we're about to have to coach against Bobby Knight. (laughs) We're down there, we're... This young guys, uh, you get thrown out of the game, uh, and now we're going up against Bobby Knight uh, for the rest of the night. While you were in the locker room, uh, yeah, I well, I you. came out and they almost stopped
2: the game because we had one of our guys act, act ugly. Act ugly. Barry, uh, I ran into those, but run into him. I saw those officials. They just as good as told me they weren't about to call anything inside on Bobby's team. <laughs> They just did. He just laughed and says, oh, "We wasn't right. gonna call. We wasn't gonna call that stuff." Yeah. But we, I think, didn't we play Pepperdine in the first game?
1: Uh, yeah, I think we beat Pepperdine. So we were playing. Uh, we were playing Indiana in the finals and yeah. other so, tournaments. So
2: Bobby was. Uh, Barry was the head coach when I got kicked out of the game. I, I coached all those years, never got
1: kicked out of a game, yeah, but I, I got kicked out coach of that. Against Bobby Knight, I didn't. So I'm 0 1 against Bobby Knight. Royal <laughs> Cleaners, uh, they'll make life easy for you. They want to come pick up all your cleaning, get it cleaned up, and deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, Norport, 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, you can drop off at one of those places. They'll come to you, pick it up, deliver it right back. 205 391. 00340. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059, both directions at the ramp to exit 89. That's Mercedes. You can expect delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205 886 8886. It's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Towns and Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread.
5: Good Thursday morning. Alabama senior United States Senator Tommy Tuberville getting pushback from fellow Republicans concerning his hold on high-ranking military promotions over Pentagon abortion policy is making military leadership vulnerable, but Tuberville refuses to budge. The GOP Senators attempted to confirm 60 promotions out of the more than 300 pending, but Tuberville blocked them all. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news. It's free throughout the day. Don Hartley, Townsquare Square Media, of Tuscaloosa. If you... Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny weather continues today with a fairly decent warm-up. The high for this afternoon around 61. Clear tonight, not as cold as last night, below 34. Tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 67. The high Saturday, 73. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 28 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9.
1: back to inside the locker room, pressure treated to from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you, and always remember if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want to. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Warren. This is one of those uh, time and space <clears> our <throat> continues,
3: continues. Uh, Coach, I've just been able to speak to you today and and to say thanks to you for uh, a lot the days of, you know, it's, it's so strange to talk to you. And I just want to say thank you for what all you, you did to the university. Thank you, I appreciate it. Your, your many hours of hard work and your passion for the game and, and the joy that you brought to people like me as a 12, 13, 14-year-old guy on up in my teens. And and I hope you have a great lunch today with Matt and Jim. And um, just enjoy yourself, sir. Uh, well, thank you. you. I appreciate yeah. you
2: saying that. I, uh, um, you know, went through some difficult times, too. So, um, Bobby was, uh, was a friend. I appreciate you saying that very much. I, sometimes I always felt like the past Alabama basketball is forgotten. But I think uh, and many people who watch basketball a lot, it's not, not just me. I go all the way back to Johnny D because <laughs> I'm older than dirt. But uh, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you, Coach. And, uh, better take it each Y'all yeah, have a great show.
1: Thank you, Phil. Thank you, thank you, All right, Phillip. back down to the yellow Wood hotline. Check that line three there, Noah, uh, and get Bryce in the show. Come on, Bryce. Coach Wim, Yeah.
6: you know, Bobby Knight was a guy that you liked him or you, or you hated yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. You liked him, okay? Sure. But uh, I bet a, there's very few players that said that played for him that said they didn't make him a man out of him.
2: Yeah, I think he did. He, he, he went a little bit a little bit far with them on occasions. I guess all coaches go a little bit further than they should. But, uh, you know, Bobby was a guy that I think you look back on it and think with all the things I see coming out now that uh, in these nice things about guys, sometimes when you go through hard times, I tell Barry that you, know, you don't like it while you're going through it until you get out of it, and then you look back on it, and that's kind of the way it is with Bobby. But he, he had some... He made some mistakes, and um, it, it it was difficult.
6: Coach Wimp, can you tell me the where that place is going to be and the date and the time that you and Sonny are going to be in Huntsville? At, you said, yeah,
2: it's Tuesday the or- Tuesday. Yeah, I I'll give it. I don't have the date, but I can. You can look it up. It's the Tuesday before the Alabama Auburn football game.
6: Okay, but so what's the name of the place, sir? And what It's time? Uh,
2: it's at uh, uh, Legacy uh, Golf Course on top of the mountain. Legacy golf course. Yeah, I'll find you out. I'll find know, out sir? more before we go, and I'll let
6: you know. All right. Hey, Barry? Yes,
1: sir. Um, you you said you were 1-0 against Bobby Knight? 0-1. <laughs> well, I'm going to give Dad the laws. He got kicked out. We were down probably 15 when he got uh, kicked no, out. That no. ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord.
6: Do, do, Coach Wim, could
1: you believe that he would do he that? He probably I tried to Mike Krzyzewski it and get it off his record. Uh, you know, Mike Krzyzewski when he got <laughs> sick. I didn't get it off my record. I knew saw when, those games, yeah. and Mike Krzyzewski tried to get those losses I knew off when, his record. I knew when Barry and I
2: got there, we were going to be playing eight of them instead of the five. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, but this <laughs> hey, was a fun so, experience. Yeah. That was
6: Indiana. He was still in Indiana when that game was y'all
1: talking about, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We were in Annapolis. We were, well, I remember we the 76th
6: game. Yeah, he was in Indiana. I remember the '76 yeah. game. I didn't. Uh, I was questionable on some of those calls too. When y'all got yeah. beat, uh, they, they, they went uh, uh, they, they, just, they, they, just they just shouldn't have been.
2: It's okay, they beat us, but they, they just shouldn't have been Big Ten officials calling that game in the NCAA tournament.
6: Well, yeah, that's what I thought too. Hey, Barry, yes, sir. Who said you said you're going to be in Florence. What day is
1: that? Uh, be up there, nineteenth. Um, Nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty-second. We'll be playing up
6: there. The nineteenth, twentieth, and
1: twenty-second. Yes. Sir. Well, he's gonna play
2: the nineteenth. No, he's gonna skip it. He's gonna skip the twentieth, aren't you, oh, son? Uh,
1: yeah. Hold on a minute, Bryce. And play uh, the twenty-first, twenty-second. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he knows better than me. I'm gonna play, No, I'm gonna play on the twentieth. No. Nineteenth. December. I'm gonna play on the nineteenth. Nineteenth. The twenty first the 21st. and the 22nd. Yeah, I'm gonna play at Coffee High School on yeah. the nineteenth and the twenty first. That, and yeah. UNA on the 22nd. twenty second.
2: Twenty the last game if it gets in the of course if you're going too quick is at eight o'clock at night, so I got to I got to go to that
1: game, get all the way back to do the show. There you go. There'll be no show <laughs> hey, this next day.
2: That's hey, so you know
6: uh, you know your Lions gotta play Florida State next week?
7: Yeah. Yeah. Good
6: luck so to coming them. up. Good luck yeah. to them. Florida State better get ready. Well that yeah. That'll be interesting. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Barry, the reason why I was asking, if if it's where I can, I'd like to come up there. You probably won't be with Coach and and Sonny at the legacy thing, will you? No. No, no. See, I
1: could get two
6: things off my bucket list. I hear them if
1: I ain't traveling to hear them.
6: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Yeah. I could get two things off my bucket list meeting you, too, if I can get up there to win your game. Uh, All right, thanks, Bryce. All right,
1: guys. Appreciate
6: it. one, One other thing. Oklahoma
1: and Oklahoma State play this weekend, right? Uh, do they? I don't even know. Oklahoma oh, and Oklahoma so. State play They're this weekend. Like oh, Oklahoma by the State way, State. Barry, I got a blue plate. Yeah, we got okay. a blue plate. Uh, that's they, not it. I don't think they play this weekend, do they? Yeah, know, Oklahoma they? State. They play at Oklahoma State. Oh. i studied all the schedules. Oh, great. Oh,
6: yeah, they do. I, don't, I, I think I told y'all my, my niece. She's a freshman at Oklahoma State, and I told her to, that y'all need to win one for us. Yeah, we do need to beat Oklahoma. 230
1: uh, AFC. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you. It might be a All tough right, game. back up to the Yellowwood Hotline get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom.
3: Morning, Coach. Morning, uh, Barry. How are y'all this morning? Okay.
1: You okay? We're good. I'm just mad I lost to Bobby Knight. I should have beat Bobby yeah, Knight.
6: Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah.
1: that's uh. <laughs> they let those guys <laughs> illegal screen, Tom. When you let them Ill- illegal screen and those guys know how to read screens, you can't guard <laughs> them. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, there you go, and, uh, and I knew there was a good reason that you lost. Yeah, I've seen you coach before. You do a good job. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and coach wasn't it Kent Benson that uh yeah. that, that yeah. got that yeah.
2: foul called on Leon in yeah. that. Yeah, guy? good job. Yeah, you I and Philip do great. Y'all, I appreciate what Philip said, and I
3: appreciate you calling in. Uh, yeah, it was, and it was I, a. I couldn't. I, I you know I hated
2: him ever since then, yeah. and
3: uh, yeah. We had had a great team, yeah. Yeah, we sure did. uh, You know the book, Season on the Brink, it was about Coach Knight? Yeah. Uh, There was some stuff in there that I thought was absolutely hilarious that he said. And one of them, I'm not going to quote him word for word, but uh, he he was talking to somebody that he admired that was uh, a basketball coach, older than he was. And, and he said he asked him said how did you get how 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 did you get so popular he said Bobby he said I outlived all MSOB yep. <laughs> that hated me <laughs> <laughs> but he could be funny as all get out uh, when when you listen to some of his stuff I thought.
1: Yeah, he, he's uh that's a great story about him I'm talking about the Olympic team at halftime when they were up 30 and Jordan had 19 points, uh 11 yeah. rebounds and 9 assists and he, he said that he had to get on him so he was getting on him about his screening telling him he wasn't screening yeah, enough. Right. Uh, so, yeah, well,
2: he, and and Michael <laughs> said he was he was so quick and
1: he didn't see it. He said coach I'm I'm so quick screening that you you're not you got to you gotta look harder, uh, but if you watch the if you watch the clip, he just keeps off I'm yeah. gonna get on Jordan's blankety blank. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. He was so afraid that if they had a 29 point lead that they would be dead yeah. the second half, ready to play. I, I did that one time in high school. I played Winfield when I was at Carbon Hill, and I worked my fanny off for that game, and and we had. A, 20 point lead at the half. And I went in and chewed my guys fan
1: out. <laughs> Can't you see it? He said, and Jordan just kind of gave him that little smile as I was ripping him. Oh uh, yeah. Can't oh, you yeah. see Jordan yeah. just smiling, smiling at him? You so. know, uh,
3: but as far as entertainment, you remember, uh, when ESPN had the contract with, uh, back in the day, big East and, and the big fan, the big East played every Tuesday night. And, um, uh, uh, the Big Ten was, I think, was it Monday night that the Big Ten had that?
1: Yeah, yeah I, think, I think so, yeah.
3: Well, I tell you what, Barry, you got to, you know, uh, the, the SEC is kind of rounding into that kind of form to me as far as competitiveness. Not quite, but almost. But, you know, it was some great basketball. Luke Connor's second. Raleigh, what's his name, and uh, oh, all Raleigh those Carless. guys.
1: Uh, Massimino. Yeah, Massimino. Massimino, yeah.
3: yeah, that's him. You know, it was some great basketball in that day. John Thompson. John. Yeah, John Thompson. And then you had Bobby Knight and... Uh, and that crew from the Big Ten, I tell you what, it
2: was amazing how good uh, basketball was. Tom, before you go, uh, Barry can do it for us. But I've got the tape of, of Bobby Knight getting a golf lesson. It <laughs> is the absolute. All you got to do is go to YouTube. And no. Do it. Oh, you can yeah. see it there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, did I, you I've need never to...
3: seen that. Well,
2: I thought I, thought I had something special. I guess yeah. I didn't. Yeah. But uh I, it's one of those tapes where I don't know how to put it in. It's too big, it's an old tape. So if you can go you need to go and watch this guy teach him how to chip. <laughs> and he and he 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 goes crazy. It's funnest go, go see that.
1: Noah, see if you can find it on YouTube. Maybe if it's not a lot of profanity in that way, we could play it. All right, we got to get out, Tom. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, Thank uh, you. yeah, thanks for taking my call. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. All right, get to break here. We'll get to JC. Two minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth Whether It's local, out of town, out of state. No worries. These guys will take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today for the free estimates, 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9
4: traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059, both directions at the ramp to exit 89. That's Mercedes. You can expect delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's a brand-new month, and that means brand-new instant savings deals for you at and Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Rose
1: intercepted Alabama.
4: Built by Bama. Alabama. Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on LSU at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Our
0: coverage begins at 3.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Inside the locker room with and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back to Inside the I want to thank Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Just go to yellowwood.com and put the zip code in there, and it'll find the dealer that is closest to you. I right, we get to the Yellowwood hotline. He's the owner of the thebigspur.com. We talked to Mike Morgan earlier in the week, and he and J.C. do the podcast. He told us uh, – what did he say about J.C., guys? He said uh, – talking about how good-looking he was and how much he helps the podcast. I can't remember the exact word uh, – I don't know, JC. Were your were your ears burning earlier this week? Uh, Mike was saying you're you bring all the people. Yeah, to watch.
7: The, fe- the female demographic. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very popular. Yeah, he, I, nah, nah. <laughs> he was bragging on. <laughs> oh uh,
1: yeah,
7: it. yeah, yeah. It was. It's always good. Uh, Mike, I know enjoys doing radio and uh, talking to him. I know he, he he thinks a lot of you guys, and uh, he told me he was going to be on with y'all, so that's good. Uh, uh,
1: Real real quick, the Big Ten had a call yesterday uh, with all the coaches and the commissioner uh, when they did the business. uh, Jim Harbaugh got off the call, and the rest of the coaches stayed on there. uh, And I think the coaches uh, were speaking to the commissioner, the new commissioner, and they are extremely upset about this. Uh, They said people don't understand what an advantage uh, this is. They called Michigan's wins tainted fraudulent and unprecedented uh these guys are angry about this and they are they are pushing the big 10 to do something about it what can the big 10 really do jc um
7: uh, they can they can do whatever they wanted to they can the conference can ban you from uh the league championship game and postseason and uh just like the ncaa can um uh, they don't. They haven't done that in years. Um, gosh, I remember Clemson got put on probation in the '80s, and the ACC tacked on an extra year. <laughs> uh, but it, it hasn't happened in a long, long time. But I mean, I agree. I mean, I think I think if the evidence is there well, and, and they 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 did it, that, that you know, it speaks to the that, the integrity of the game. You
2: know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you might as well wait until that the Michigan Ohio State game is is done because the loser of that game's out anyway.
7: Yeah, you could do that, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I would, I would wait until I had all the possible evidence I could get, you know, and, uh, and go from there. I, I think I mean, Whoever's do you need, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Mary. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. seems like it's pretty cut and dry to me, but, um, I, uh, I would wait until it's just a you know you're absolutely sure. And uh, I think the one thing you can't do is if it is if it is a lock solid rock solid case, then uh, you can't do nothing. I, I just there's just no way. I mean, there's no way you can't you can't do nothing in the situation.
1: Yeah, I mean these guys are. I mean, can you imagine if you? Or one of the coaches in the Big Ten, you're playing against this guy, and they looked at Jim Harbaugh on the sideline. they got a, a video of him saying he's telling them they're about to rush on the edge. Like they knew exactly what they were going to do because they're calling it down to them, how mad you would be that they've been at your games filming. And how could this guy be on Central Michigan's sideline with their garb on and nobody know it? I don't understand that.
7: That is... That's some James Bond-type stuff right there, man. <laughs> I mean, that is that is wild. I mean, uh, of all the schools, too, because, you know, Michigan sort of prides itself in always doing things the right way. And I mean, they're, they're the ones that usually – most of the Big Ten schools usually do this. They'll browbeat everybody else. And then when there's, like, a real scandal, like when stuff just goes completely into the fan, it usually happens at a Big Ten school. So, <laughs> well, also,
2: it doesn't hurt it to happen under the year that Michigan is darn good. Oh, uh, God, that makes worse. it even,
1: it's I it even mean, worse. that makes
7: it even crazier. I mean, and they're not just beating people, and they're just, they're beating the tar out of people, and nobody can move the ball on them, and, and, and you know, you, you start to wonder, well, it's probably a little easier well, when, some, uh, of these, uh, some of these clowns
2: that do radio to cut coaches up, and we've got some in, in this state, uh, Jim will lose his job if that happens.
7: Yeah, but he'll go to the Bears. Oh, I know. But who, who cares about going to the Bears? Oh my God! They're
2: all <laughs> of Chicago. They're, they're talking him up.
7: They're trying to. Uh, the, the, yeah. the 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 folks on sports. Speaking of clowns, the, the the folks on sports talk radio up here are just uh, they're just like all it's almost Harbaugh talk all the time, and and they're trying to justify it. Well, if he really did, but did he really know? And yeah, can he really? Can, is it the NFL really the same? <laughs> it's uh, it's hilarious, but uh, yeah, I'm not for cutting coaches up. But uh, coaching, you know that. I, I just, yeah. I just, I just think that it, it, it that's so serious. If he yeah. knew anything about it at all, it is. And, and, and apparently, they found like computer files with the whole plan on it and stuff. I mean, they left evidence. <laughs> like, well, like, see, what I, I don't mean,
1: like is you have fans and people call, well, it's not that big of a deal. you got to stop them anyway. It is a big deal. And, and that's what the Big Ten coaches are so frustrated about. They, they think the average fan don't think this is an advantage. Well. And they're upset about it, saying this is a clear advantage when you can do these things that are not allowed being allowed to do.
2: Well, the the, the, the thing is the, uh, the files that they have, you have to find out whether the files are looked at also on tape, uh, which you can do uh, in your office mm-hmm. when you if you uh, – if you look at the sideline,
7: the other sideline, so there's there's a lot to that. It's, it's going to be difficult. I think part of it is the camera angle. I mean, if you're sitting there right across the field or in the stands and you can zoom in, uh, I think that you know because again, if if you get it off TV or the film that you're studying, uh, more power to you. Uh, right. It's just it, it, it's harder to do that than it is if you're sitting there focused on. You know, that guy wasn't sitting there looking at, okay, what kind of defense do they run? What are their tendencies? He He's literally just sitting there looking at their signals all day. I mean, that's... And then, then the fact he's on Central Michigan's sideline just makes it crazier. Yeah. I mean, it just gets... The more... Like I said, nobody who ever had a manifesto was up to any good in the history of anything. And this guy literally has a Michigan manifesto. So... Uh, I don't know. I, I think they're in trouble. Now, will they? Will they ultimately do something? I have no idea. I mean, I I would lean towards no. I, I think they'll drag it out and let the playoffs happen. And Michigan wins the thing. You know, the NCAA probably will come vacate it. But vacating wins is the dumbest thing. Put an asterisk right. I, I,
1: For, I think. Yeah. They, I think they're going to do the right thing. I think they're going to kick them out of the Final Four if they if they make it. I think they will. I think. Well,
7: it's I think to lose it. Yeah. yeah. So. Folks in Tuscaloosa, should probably hope that yeah. happens. That, that that's one more team that's above them right now that be out. So. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the winner
2: uh, of the Oregon Washington game, if it were to be Oregon,
7: um, are we going to have a fail of that? I don't. I think though, Well, it kind of depends. Washington has been living dangerously the last couple of weeks, and. Boy, they're awfully good, but they're they're kind of in a slump right now. And Oregon, my goodness, going into Utah like that, winning—I mean, that just doesn't happen. Big, uh, big. I mean, they've got a really, really good football team. I think the eyeball test uh, in that scenario, coach, okay. along with having the Pac-12 championship, would put Oregon over the top. And, I agree. It's probably it's just because they're just playing well. I mean, they're like a three point loss in Seattle, and then. You know, let's say they beat the Huskies by 10 in the Pac-12. I think that'd probably do it for the
1: Ducks to get them yeah. in. I mean, yeah, I could see Washington losing this weekend to Southern Cal, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, Alabama, the scenarios, are, there's a lot of It doesn't matter if they don't beat LSU. Uh, how do you see this game, JC? You know, we got people saying that uh, you can't hold LSU under 40. I just don't see them getting 40 on Alabama. They will score. Uh if he gets in the 40s, I think advantage LSU, obviously. Uh, what do you see here with this game?
7: Well, I think Alabama can take advantage of LSU's defense a little bit. Um, you know, they're, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They always have talent on that side of the ball. But they're a bit suspect. Um, I think the key is going to be Jalen Daniels. How does Alabama affect his ability to operate? Uh, he is probably... I think the best quarterback in the league this year, and maybe one of the best in the country. You don't hear about him as much, maybe because they've dropped those two games. But you know, outside of the Florida State game, he's been spectacular. So it's really a situation where how how, how do you contain him? Uh, how do you keep him from running? How do you, how do you rattle him from you know throwing the ball down the field to those receivers uh, and, and really slow their offense? I don't know that you you stop their offense. Uh, I think you can slow it down. What you don't want to have happen is what happened against Texas where you know your offense is just kind of so-so and then there's just too much too many playmakers on the other side of the ball (laughs) but i think alabama's a you know they grow every week they they, they get better every week um i I think it's probably gonna be a close fourth quarter football game uh but but i I, i'm thinking alabama will probably play it in the 20s and have a good shot to win or or lsu could win either way i think it's a toss-up right around the middle but uh I do think that uh, you know, containing Jalen Daniels is gonna be the key. Yeah. That.
2: Um where do we stand where do we stand with Georgia? I mean I I know I gotta play Missouri, I got all that. Uh everybody's saying they're not as good. Well even, Kirk, he, even the coaches behind the scenes say they're not as good. Crap I lost too many people. Is Georgia gonna be 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 one of those final four when you start adding them up if you take an Ohio State and then you take a uh um where, where,
7: where are we standing with Georgia? they go slide in if they win at all? Okay. I think Georgia – as long as Georgia is undefeated, I don't see them not getting in. Okay. Um, I know they're uh, – you know, if you look at the record of the teams they've played, it's what, 28-37 or something like that. It's not that good. But I think these next three games – I mean, this is the season. I mean, you got Missouri, Ole Miss – Tennessee. Those are three top 25 football teams. They're three ranked football teams. All yeah, still in the true. playoff line. Uh, frankly, Missouri is still in the playoff line. Uh, every now and then, CBS will have a heck of a weekend, and I think this is one because you got Georgia, Missouri, in the east, the Bama, LSU, in the west. Those are two titanic games in the, in the last year of division tier. So, you know, I, I think Georgia will have earned it. Uh, You know, if I were them, you know, maybe I'd kind of hope Georgia Tech keeps winning a little bit uh, because that would be one at the end that would look a little better if, let's say, Tech ended up the bowl team. But uh, uh, I think Georgia's fine as long as they win. Now, can they survive a loss with a lesser strength of schedule? No. Probably not this year with all the good one-loss teams. Probably Mm. not this year. No. I don't
1: think. Uh, No, this is – but, you know, Alabama's, you know, situation is Texas. Uh, How do you say Texas – you think these guys run the table? Uh, Texas, Alabama needs them to lose because they're going to beat – they're going to be ahead of them as long as they both only have one loss. Absolutely. I I think uh, if
7: you're Bama, that's kind of what you're hoping. If they slip up and drop another one, and that would essentially knock them out, I think, with two losses – even if they come back and beat Oklahoma in the championship game. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh um, you kind of look at Texas the schedule guys. And I don't know. I mean, it, it'll have to be an upset somewhere. Uh, now can it happen? Absolutely. To that bunch. I've seen it over and over, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they, uh, absolutely need Texas to go down. I think maybe more so than any other team. Yeah. Cause with Georgia, you're going to get a, you're probably gonna get a shot at them. Right. in the championship. Right. Or, or whoever comes out of the East, uh, you know, I think, I think with uh Texas, I mean, you, you had your shot, so and uh, the, the committee seemed to boo uh, Kerrigan or whatever his name is, seemed to say that uh, that head to head is going to matter this year quite a bit, so um, that's not a uh, helpful loss at all. Uh,
1: I want to get your take on Dabo. Um, uh, maybe the producer let the caller go on too long. I listened to the caller, I mean. Some ways he brought out some pretty good points. I mean, Dabo has done a good job uh, there, but uh, there are some problems there. And then for him to go off on that guy like that, I mean, see, to me, he came across way too sensitive uh, in that situation. Your thoughts about what, what happened there?
7: I mean, I, I think the book would say, you know, just ignore it and move on. Um, I'm not a fan of those drive by call in show criticisms. Uh, I'm just, uh, coaches do that. It's part of their contract to, to get on there and talk to fans. You know, I don't even know why they still do it these days with how bold people are. Um, if you want to do a prank call or you want to get your five minutes of fame, uh, you know, go try out for the Howard Stern show or get on the jerky boys album. I, I'm not a, I'm just, I agreed. I agreed with everything Dabo said. Uh, I, I, now, is Clemson struggling right now? Yeah, I mean, but I thought for someone from that fan base to call and get personal about it and bring up his salary, compare, you know, take a shot at Tommy Bowden and all that, uh, I think, uh, I mean, that it crossed the lines with me. But see, I, I'm a little sensitive to stuff like that. I, I don't, I don't like people on Twitter that just. Say whatever they want, like it matters, and and, and do this kind of drive-by criticism thing. I mean, so um you know, I, I think if Davo had it to do over again, he'd probably not uh, say those things and let it go out there and get viral and take the heat on that on top of everything else. But you know, I, I, as far as Tyler, I, I'm from Spartanburg, so I, I don't claim Tyler from Spartanburg as a, as a Spartanburgian because <laughs> of uh i just I just wasn't a fan of it but but that's just me i, I don't uh people did that in South carolina the must champ and the beaver uh just call in and say something and, and and their call screeners hung up on them but uh it's just not
2: something that that i i, I like i'm a big fan of yeah that um, where do we where do we stand as far as uh the big twelve is concerned with somebody coming in Oklahoma but have to beat Texas again.
7: Yeah, that's well. There's still oh, uh, shoot, Iowa State is still technically in it. Kansas yeah. still in they it. ain't gonna get in. <laughs> There's a bunch of teams with one loss sitting there. So if Oklahoma drops another one, uh, it could get interesting. Uh, well, they're out. Oklahoma's
2: them. out.
7: Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's uh it, it's one of those things where you know um, yeah, Oklahoma's gonna have to keep winning. Hope Kansas drops one. Uh, to get to Dallas, back to Dallas for the championship game. But uh, it could be anybody. I, I think Kansas State's an awfully interesting football team. Um, they won it last year. They're well coached. I think Kansas is a really interesting football team. I mean, the Big 12, uh, top to bottom, is, is pretty competitive this season. And then, you know, once Oklahoma and Texas leave, I, I'm very curious to see next year, what, what's the program that's going to end up Uh, kind of being the big dogs in that league. You got a bunch of, like, just good programs in the Big 12 now uh, from UCF, West Virginia, all those. I mean, so it's going to get even more wild next year, but uh, uh, I don't know. You know, Oklahoma's got to make sure they take care of business to get the rematch. You know, otherwise it's going to be like your Kansas, Kansas State, which are all dangerous football teams.
1: JC, tell everybody where they can find you and get all your great stuff. All
7: right, well, you mentioned Mike Morgan. Go to jcmorgan.com, uh, download the Chief Sports app. You can get all of our good stuff there. Um, and we appreciate all everybody that listens and, and gives all the feedback and stuff. And certainly, uh, appreciate everybody that listens on Thursdays, too, when I'm on with you
1: guys. You uh, think Alabama wins? Are uh, you going you, to you give us a score prediction?
7: Uh, yeah, I'm going to give a 24-21 tied
1: more prediction. There you go. Thank I you. Up. All right. See all right. you, you guys. guys. All right. Uh, Alabama ahead. One, www.alabama1.org That will let you get to all their products and services right there. You can take advantage of all their great deals there. If you're looking for the credit card, looking for the car loan, looking for the mortgage, I uh, want to get into investments there with Alabama One. Schedule an appointment, go sit down with them. Uh, they will take great care of you. They do the same for me. www.alabama1.org. Phone lines will be open 205-342-9904. Jack Crow will join us at 815. That's the Tide 100.9. to the home of Alabama sports.
4: Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059, both directions at the ramp to exit 89. That's Mercedes. You can expect delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205 886 8886. It's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. Weekday
0: mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show.
8: Join the Martin Houston Show powered by Max Sports on a beautiful Thursday. We'll be talking Max recruiting. We'll also look uh, deeper inside what the Crimson Tide needs to do to walk away with the victory. We'll let you know what we want to see more of. You can also add your thoughts and your comments to it as well. Join us.
0: Catch the mark. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny weather
5: continues today with a fairly decent warm up. The high for this afternoon around 61. Clear tonight, not as cold as last night, below 34. Tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 67. The high Saturday, 73. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 28 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Never, never miss a moment. Action. download the free tide 100.9 app today
1: welcome back to inside of our great show left uh we got uh jack crow uh, will join us at 15 we can hear some nick Savin sound uh, from yesterday and also the Blue Plate Special. Uh, six and three on the Blue Plate Special. I think Doug's 10, 18, and one or two, whatever he is. Uh, but uh, the Blue Plate Special will come uh, a little bit before the 9 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that as well. Your phone calls are welcome. 205-342- 9904. We want to thank Yellowwood. Pressure treated pie I'm from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Uh, If you want to build, you want to build to the last. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. You're so tied, 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059, both directions at the ramp to exit 89. That's Mercedes. You can expect delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Here's Brian Fenley. Taking over a team that didn't have a lot going for it and changing the culture. Bruce Bochy, manager of the Rangers, basks in a Ranger World Series victory, a championship, the first in franchise history after a Game 5 5 nothing win against the Diamondbacks last night. And after the game, Bruce Bochy had this to say when being interviewed by
4: ESPN.
8: It's unreal. it's unreal. I could be happier for these guys. I'm a byproduct
7: of what these guys did, man. It's as tough a group as I've ever had. i resilient, what we had to deal with. Even in the World Series, I couldn't be happier for these guys. The write history.
0: A trip to the Hall of Fame is certainly going to be happening for Bruce Bochy one day as he wins his fourth World Series as a manager and the third different team he's gotten to a World Series. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my Allstate agent. Let Andrew become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. You give Andrew a call 205-722-9201. Andrew can uh, send a quote right there to you. I made the switch about three or four years ago. Uh, He's Personally takes great care of me whenever I need anything. He uh, takes great care of me. The other day I had to go get my tags renewed. I just shot him a text. and I need my new cards. He sent them right to me. So uh, I always love dealing with Andrew and his great staff. 205-722-9201. I right, get to the Andrew Canifer Hotline and get Roland in. Good morning, Roland. Morning. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, Raymond from Huntsville. So I spoke to y'all yesterday. Yes, sir. I'm going
9: to hold y'all. I love y'all. You know, I'll listen to it. But they may have been mentioned, Coach Knight. They were interviewing him live one time. They asked him what was the best collegiate team he'd ever faced, and if I'm repeating what y'all talked about, excuse me, but he mentioned the '75-76 team, coached by Coach Sanderson and uh, Coach Newton, as one of
2: the, the was the best college team he'd ever faced. And I didn't know if Coach Sanderson remembered that or. or yeah, I remember he uh, saying that he kept. They came, you know, if we had. Uh, if we had beaten him, you couldn't have found him. But uh, <laughs> he, he came in our dressing room and said that. A lot. A lot. Thank you, Coach Sanderson. Yeah, thank you,
1: you. Thank you, Roland. Appreciate you calling up there. Uh, Appreciate you calling up there in Huntsville. Uh, all right. Uh, who's that online too, there, uh, Noah?
9: I'm not sure. It might be Tom. They're ordering in the in the fast food line, so I haven't been able to find out yet. Uh, okay.
1: All right, uh, well, we get right here. Uh, to, uh, who's it. who's ordered awesome. in the fast food line?
3: What we you getting? Friday. If uh, Steve was well, off- hello? Yeah,
1: I'm the still. Hello? Yeah. We'll see what he's ordering. Where do you think he is now? He's in the fast food line. Who is it? I, I don't know. Uh, okay, you're on the radio. All right. I'll put him on hold. Uh, you can go back and try to get him. Uh, we got, did get a message on the app. uh that came to me. It says, my condolences to coach wimp. I really enjoyed hearing the stories about coach Knight. I remember when he called into the show, asking for driving directions from the airport. That was a hoot. Rest in peace. Did he call your radio show? Look yeah, I, think, I, think I made him. I, I, I think so. I,
2: I made him in Bessemer to eat. And, uh, the funny thing about it is, he was doing Alabama's game on that uh, on that Saturday, and he said, um, and I said, and he said I got a game. I said you got a you got a game Monday. He said, yeah. I don't know who. He never he never even looked at who he, who he had. He said, I I got a game Monday, but I think he said Arkansas, but I don't know who they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, Bobby, you don't know who they're playing? He said, No. Nah, I just go and talk. <laughs> I said, okay. So after we went, after we went fishing, uh, I took him back to the motel. I, I said, I really don't feel like going to the game right now. And uh, I didn't go, and and he did the game with Reese Davis.
1: Hmm. All right. So we do have coaches. Uh, do we know who that is on two? Are we letting that go? All right. So I'll let you check on that. Check on that. Uh, all right, Noah. Let's go ahead and play Coach Saban's opening comments yesterday after practice in preparation for this LSU game.
8: All right, so um, you know, most important thing I think in this game is you know, great practice habits. Uh, technically, work on the things that you need to do to go execute. And you know, you're going to play against a good player. They have a lot of good players. You need to know exactly what to do, how to do it, why it's important to do it that way. So when it comes to the game, you're not really thinking about it. You can do it automatically, um, and, you know, that takes great preparation uh, and focus, uh, and that's what's going to help you have success in the game, and that's what guys have to stay focused on. You know, you can't worry about what anybody else says or thinks or does. You've got to worry about what you've got to do, and I think that's the most important thing for our team right now.
2: I don't, think it's, I don't think you need a focus talk, particularly this week. You need focus talks all the time maybe a little bit this time, but focus talk is you know, the, the the biggest thing is to play as hard as you possibly can. If you focus you will do that, I
1: guess, but it that that's a big big thing there. Yeah, all right. Let's uh let's play the clip there. Um, he talks about the scout team, uh and somebody simulated Harold Perkins. Uh it's kind of funny his answer there. He said if we had somebody that could play like Perkins, uh he would be playing. He wouldn't be on the Scout team, so it's hard to Uh, simulate what this guy does, but uh, here's what Coach had to say about Perkins.
8: I don't think you can simulate it. You know, I I just... You know, players got to watch the film. If we had somebody that could play like him, they'd be playing. (laughs) So they wouldn't be on the scout team. And um, so... You know, I mean, we do the best we can, and I think our guys do a really good job, both sides of the ball, trying to give a good look you know, to the defensive players. Um, But... You know, it's hard to simulate. It's hard to be that deep on your team and be able to simulate. It's one of the reasons that we go good on good, you know, some in practice, so that now the good guys are playing against the good guys. So hopefully you got somebody playing star that is explosive, whether it's Caleb Downs or, you know, Malachi or whoever, who is a little faster, a little quicker and, um, you know, can, can be challenging. And, and, the, and, you know, our players need to understand and respect why do we go good on good. You know, it's it's to help each other get better, because you're going to play against a good player on Saturday. You get a chance to play against a a, a good player in practice. Challenge yourself to do things the right way, and um, I think it it helps you get better. But uh, uh, we we don't we don't have somebody here uh, on the scout team that can simulate what number four does the guy Barry, can
2: Barry I can't the remember. Player. Sorry, Barry, I can't remember what he said. Did he? Did he? I know what he said, but I can't remember exact words. Did he say, this day and time, good defense can't beat good offense? Or did he say, this day and time, good defense can beat good offense? I think he said can't. Uh,
1: I, think he's, uh, I don't do know think? exactly what he said, but uh, I do think he thinks the, all the rule changes are for the advantage to the offense. Uh, yeah. that what's happened in college football, uh, which... Uh, you know, and I
2: think that's what he said. Good defense. It's hard. It's hard for good defense to beat good offense.
1: Um, you know, Alabama did not play well in the first half against Tennessee. Then play really good in the second. They have not put it together four quarters yet. Uh, they did ask coach about maintaining the intensity for all four quarters. Easy to say sometimes, but hard to do. Here is what coach said about that.
8: they have okay. to make a choice and a decision to do it, all right? got to understand the, the level of intensity uh, that has to be sustained, the sense of urgency that has to be sustained, and how smart you have to be, which goes back to the preparation that you had so that you're not making mental errors because you're playing smart and you're playing with good intelligence, all right? So you got immediacy, uh, intensity, and intelligence. You know, those three things... Sustained for 60 minutes to a high standard, it's, it's, that's the challenge. And you have to make a choice and decision to do that. And it doesn't just happen in the game. It's got to be a habit. If you practice at, at a high level all the time, you'll be able to play in the game at a high level all the time. If you don't do it in practice and you think you're going to be able to do it in a game, probably not going to happen. Uh, and, you know, we keep harping and we keep teaching Uh, Every time we get the opportunity to point out to a player, this is an opportunity for you to learn how to sustain better in the game. We want to try to do it. Thoughts about that?
2: No, not really. I think think he's more so into those kinds of things today than he is really X's and O's. So I don't really have a comment on that. All
1: right. The last clip we'll play before we get to Coach Crow is uh, on Jalen, Nilro. I think – Coach is more confident in him now than he was at the beginning of the season. I think the fans are more confident in Jalen. They realize now he's our best option to win, so uh, that helps. Now when he makes a bad play, everybody's not oohing and aahing and booing and this, that, and the other. So uh, let's talk. Let's hear what he has to say about Jalen.
8: I think it's a lot to do with confidence, uh, and I think it has to do with experience. You know an experience is nothing but an accumulation of all the mistakes that we made in the past right i mean that's all of us me you guys everybody um so when when you learn from all those things which Jalen has and he's done a really good job of that and you stay positive then you start to develop confidence because you know you start making plays and doing things right on a more consistent basis and i think that feel makes you feel good about yourself and um, it makes you impact uh, other people around you because of the way you carry yourself. And I think that's that's started to happen. And, you know, hopefully we can continue to build on that.
1: There's nothing like experience, right, uh, with your coaching, knowing your team, knowing your players, knowing the past, knowing uh, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, experience is the key, and you have to be out there to get it.
2: Well, it does, and success. Success builds ca- uh, confidence. It does in golf. If you make a good shot, you feel a little bit more confident about the next one. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, if you're successful, been doing well, and um, and if if Alabama knows, and they know exactly what we were told yesterday about the long passes that that Jalen could complete could complete if because of the defensive backs at LSU. Um. It'll be interesting to see if they're able to take advantage of that.
1: <laughs> for me, yeah, no doubt. All right, we'll take the break here. Wayne's Pest Control served over one hundred thousand customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since nineteen seventy three. Let Wayne's come in and make sure your home is protected for those unwanted pests. When they come, uh, they'll leave a little note on your door. They'll send you a text on they've been out, exactly what they've done. If you want to get that lawn looking lush and healthy, they'll get it ready here in the winter so it's ready to, uh, you know, turn green and look great here in the spring and the summer. They'll take care of that right now. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. 866 Wayne's 1, 866 Wayne's 1, and tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. All right, we'll get to Coach Crow when we get back. You're going to tie Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports.
0: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny weather continues
5: today with a fairly decent warm-up. The high for this afternoon around 61. Clear tonight, not as cold as last night, below 34. Tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 67. The high Saturday, 73. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 35 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, 205 342 As always is the phone number if you want to jump in with us. We uh get to the uh, Alabama 1 hotline. Obviously, former head coach at Jacksonville State in Arkansas Baylor. Uh, Clemson, Auburn joins us a lot here during football season, breaks it down better than anyone. Coach Jack Crow. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey,
9: Jack. Hey, how are y'all?
1: Good, fine. How's the cold weather
2: affecting... Uh, the bloodstream. Uh it's cold I don't like cold weather. I have to take a dog out at six in the morning. It's it's brutal. I don't I don't like I don't care for it. Thank you. Coach, I just go play. he
1: keeps his house the the uh temperature at seventy five in the summer, seventy six in the summer. So I can't imagine what that thing is. Probably eighty in his house right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so.
2: Yeah, I get it. well, I got a bloodstream. Whatever. Uh Jack, I yeah. think I, I think I'm right in, in what Coach said, so you correct me. It's harder for a good defense these days to beat a good offense. Is that right? Yeah. Well, all the rules have gone to the offense for the last forty years.
9: Yeah. Um, I think there used to be a lot of ways. I mean, uh, they don't all holding if you're if you're passing the ball. They, they really don't. They allow you to do a lot of things and. Liberal about how you what kind of contact you make. Yeah, I, I think most most coaches that have a you know the history or have a perspective of the time would say that that uh, all the rules have been given to the offense, uh, obviously, to make the game more entertaining and in, in the last 40 years. I I think Snellenberger back at Miami, I think he was probably one of the first ones to just sort of liberalize the game, liberalize the good friend yeah, yeah. game. And and you know Miami had just a great ability to go beat people in a way that they they weren't seeing. So yeah, I mean the, the answer to the question is it's harder. It's harder, and it's getting harder and harder because people people are learning how to just take a little grass and and expose you. You know, just
2: sideline to sideline kind of thing. We get uh, we get somebody a friend of ours, Ron Higgins, from from. Um, LSU, oh, not LSU, but Louisiana, and he says that their defensive st- secondary is really poor. Uh, yep. That the long pass will really hurt them. Is this going to be a situation where they will? And I thought they would run it more because they, they've struggled tackling some. But will they look to? Well, they look to throw it more and not and get away from the running game in this game, Alabama?
9: I don't think they'd be smart to do that. Um, listen, as good as Alabama is on on defense, and they are getting better and better. Yeah, uh, you you're not gonna you're gonna have to score some points. There used to be a Wayne Hall if you can remember Wayne. I know I was, all. <laughs> and Wayne Wayne number one. He's smart as he can be. And we had a bunch of smart coaches. But Wayne was the guy that I could, I could catch him on Monday and say, how many points we got to score to win? And sort of the line was 24. Normally you'd just say it's 24 and you just leave it at that. And it still is a valuable number today 24 win 80% of the time. 24. Uh, and he would he would say ah, you don't have to score 24 like we're going to kill them or we go to play Florida State he says you better get your 40 point game plan ready well here's here's where you are with LSU's offense they're going to score some points uh if Daniels runs for 100 yards they they may score 40 points even against a good Alabama defense You know, if they can keep him from making those runs, I think those that number will go down. But when you're trying to beat somebody, you better put in a game plan that's capable of delivering the points. Is going to take the win, so you got to look. You got to look at it through the other side of the ball. Yeah, good question. Good point. Yeah, and so I I don't. I don't. I don't think they're going to be able to not be able to take one approach. And I tell you Millrose needs to run for he needs to run for some yardage. you know he had some games where he's got minus uh, average. He cannot do he can't afford to do that in this game. He's going have to have some he's going have to run for 50 or 60 yards and critical yards, red zone and third down conversion co- conversion downs. he's going to have to run for some yards that ends up keeping them on the field or putting them in the end zone. If he doesn't, it could get a little it could get a little iffy because I mean this boy, I mean he uh, Jaden Daniels, you know you're you're not going to stop him. Uh, Even though I think athletically up front, Alabama, I don't remember thirty two's name Lawson ended or something.
1: Jante Lawson.
9: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They 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 have a couple of guys that that can athletically and they got a couple of guys across the front that they can athletically put a they they can keep Daniels for running for that hundred yard. He hits a hundred yards and throws her three hundred yards. I mean he hits a four hundred yards, I mean they're gonna be closing in on scoring forty points. Now this is all with no turnovers being involved, you know, which there always are. <laughs> But uh, you know, it's going to be a hell of a game. I think Alabama beat them because I think they can generate offense. But it's not it's not going to be just on a deep ball. I mean, they, you know, that's that's a big part of it. I I agree with that. But they can't get away from the run, and one of those runners is going to have to be
1: is going to have to be We talked with Coach uh, Jack Crow. Coach, I've heard people say uh, Pete Jenkins is the best defensive line coach they've ever seen. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, there's not a lot of secrets in football uh, or basketball. Some guys maybe communicate with the players a little bit different than others. Talk about what Pete Jenkins does at and how good is this guy and how much influence will he have on this game?
9: He'll have a he'll lot have a lot of influence and and um and he is an outstanding coach. I mean he's tutored uh NFL people. He you know, he's brought in by NFL coaches to uh I've known Pete Pete as long as I've been in coaching. I've been to his house, <laughs> we we played together, uh and, and he and his role would be for them to be fundamentally sound. Basically, I mean, yeah. Pete is not an exotic coach, but he is an extremely sound coach. He he is going to technique, uh, but he also has got a lot of fire in his belly now, and and he's got a, he's he understands that attitude above all else. I mean, you got to be fundamentally sound but if if, if you gotta understand what the word attack means and, and he he walks around practice every day in attack mode i mean he's he's really special
2: yeah that uh, I guess we talked to l s u enough uh, if you haven't you can you can bring out some more i uh, uh Barry and I like to know especially me and Barry too um should they punish Michigan now or will they wait till that season? <laughs> They're gonna have to come up with some evidence. Um, and it
9: sounds like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Golly, they got a lot of evidence, Coach. Well,
9: they got to—they got to have evidence that involves the—you know—the the head football coach. That you know, they this—if it doesn't go directly to the top, this just is about firing a few people, and you know if if they see that there wasn't it's like everything with a with a violation with the NCAA if they can show that institutional control was violated you're in big trouble now if it, if it if it if it if it was something that was hatched you know by a couple of assistants and the whole thing flowed through a couple of people they're out of there and they may give them a slap on the hand as long as they fire those assistants now, if they get to the institutional control, if they get to where this this was a organized uh, and money was spent that was directed by the head football coach or assistant athletic director of some kind, they will chop their heads off.
1: Well, you know, and I don't know if this is true, but they act like the reporters are reporting their – they had a budget for this. So these guys returned an expense report for this travel. You got to know that the compliance knows this is Ill, illegal. Uh, they, they, what kind of compliance do you have? Uh, if, if there are records of state funds
9: paying for one cup of coffee on one of these trips, that's all it takes. Yeah. One cup of coffee. That so was I don't put on the they turn an expense account or not.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
9: well, most of the time when you do something like this, you don't turn right, one not in. I, not, not that I have firsthand information. No, no, okay? no. I got. It. But I'll put it this way: I and, it. and here's a guy. His initials are JS, yeah. and he he beat the in. He played at Alabama. And he got, he took, he took the NCAA to the wire and won. You can go to the Times, Clarence Ledger. It's named Jackie Sherrill. And won because he understood documentation. (laughs) And here's your quote. You can, you can, it can be the truth, but undocumented and somebody going to prove it's a lie. If it's a lie that's documented as a truth, you're going to be all right. (laughs) Yeah. Does that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
9: It's all documentation now. But it all takes a lot of, cup of a, Yeah. Yeah. One cup of coffee on a trip somewhere where that was done, they're they're toast.
1: Uh so when you say toast, and I think there's enough that we got the guy's Venmo buying tickets <laughs> to all these different uh games, Big Ten games. He had one for the Ohio State Miss Penn State game that he had bought. They went down there and looked at it, and nobody showed up at those seats, uh, so they got they were sloppy. Uh, if everything that's reported is true, let's say this is true, which it looks like it is. Do you? I mean, these Big Ten coaches—they had a conference call yesterday with the commissioner. They had Jim Harbaugh got off of it, and they are hot and they are mad about this. And they're talking about what a clear advantage it is for Michigan. Do you kick them out of the Final Four, Coach? I don't think you're
9: gonna move fast enough to do that. This 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 will not come down from the NCAA to next July. Yeah. They, They they're they're so process driven. This this you you'll not know the outcome of this till July if it's going the wrong way Harbaugh will be coaching somewhere in the NFL he won't even be there.
1: Well, how did they do that when that happened with Cam Newton because Auburn was getting ready to go to the national championship and they they got it done fast. They, you don't think they can pull a Cam Newton? Well,
9: well, that was the SEC. That was the SEC that did that. That wasn't the NCAA. Yeah, but can the Cam, SEC, you think the Big the
1: S- Ten, get involved in this thing and Big Ten and rule them ineligible?
9: They could, but I doubt if they will. I mean, the choice that the SEC made was they, they negotiated with the NCAA to let them handle it, and they, and they won, and they, and they expedited it. Uh, and kudos to some people in that Birmingham office that got that done. I'll bet you, I, I, I really suspect that this is an internal hatchet job. There's somebody in Michigan that went after and found this, and so their their athletic director is not gonna is not gonna solicit the commissioner of the Big Ten to run this, convince the NCA that this needs to be run by the by the conference, and conferences have a choice on whether to put themselves in that line of fire or not. Yeah, and and. But I also know this: the president has to be on board with doing that. The athletic director needs to be on board doing that. And I don't think if if this is going the way it's, I don't know anything, but the way it sounds, um, you got like Danny Ford at Clemson, by the way, where where there was a bunch of suspicion and stuff, and the president didn't back him up, at, it, it told the athletic director not to back him up. They didn't have nothing on Danny. How could he become the head coach two years later at Arkansas if they had anything on him? Yeah, we're telling multiple stories here, but I'm just telling you, I don't, I don't think that school. looks like they're going to be. I mean, they can, they can cut this off the past with a conference office to the NCAA if they want to.
1: Well, I'm just saying these. These other Big Ten coaches are really upset about this, and I'm sure they're going to their president. So they're going to put some pressure on this commissioner to do something to Michigan. Uh, these guys feel like, man, they're in there. It's a clear advantage. They're hey, film, filming our sidelines, this, that, and the other. My jobs. Barry, <laughs> Barry, I'll bet
9: you, I, I'll bet you half the tens, half the head coaches in the in the Big Ten or more are saying, "Oh hell." I hope they don't come looking over here. So they're just as damn guilty. True. They're just as damn guilty, which is another reason the conference would probably decide to stay out of this.
1: Here we go. That's
2: pretty interesting right there.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, sometimes you, they got secrets on you too. So you sing, they sing. uh, That's the reason
9: I don't think there's a school that turned this in. Yeah. There's... There's two coaches know this is going on. Everybody's got some degree of it. Maybe this is an nth degree more, okay? But it's like saying turning somebody in for recruiting violation. It's like having a you know a, a, a W two that's completely right. There ain't no such thing. <laughs> yeah, you preach. <laughs> you know, it. you preach it now.
1: <laughs> yeah,
9: yeah. So. I don't, I don't see the, those schools in the Big Ten or their commissioner wanting to even have this conversation. I don't think it's where it started. It doesn't make any sense that anybody is going to have anything to gain across the conference and these other teams to have started this. It doesn't do anything but bad for everybody. Because somebody's going to pop up and say, how many schools do you think are doing this? It'll take about two months. And then you're gonna, they're gonna. There's so many people out there trying to find the story at this school and that school. And I'll be honest with you, it's out there. Listen,
1: I, I can tell you stories. It's out there. Oh, I know. I know how, what y'all went through. Let me ask you this <laughs> uh, on another, another subject. Um, do you think Dabo handled that phone call? the right way. He's trying to defend his program or did he come across too sensitive uh in that situation? Uh, I give you my perspective on this. Jabbo's supposed to speak
9: for a lot of things. The one thing he he better be speaking for is his players. He wants his players to play. Mm-hmm. He better be speaking for his players. And the real impact is speaking on it for his players is those mamas that he's trying to convince us send their sons to be future players. He didn't do a dang thing to help his own players. And he didn't certainly took some giant steps backwards for being in some living rooms with some mamas. I mean, every head coach, every word that comes out of his mouth has to be filtered. How does this affect the players? How does this affect the future players? It is not that's not what that sounded like. Yeah. If I was a daddy and I'm talking to a mama, or we're considering Clemson, or if I'm a daddy and I'm talking to the mama and our player plays there, I can't see where in either case it was nothing but a negative. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, that. Wow.
2: Yeah. I. I, I yeah. I man, as much as I recruited and. Oh, you know, that's, that's you get those, you got to get those mamas and daddies, and if you bump into those players publicly, it's, it ain't good for the future. It ain't good, and mm. uh, you know, Wimp, you, you
9: you were a great recruiter. I mean, you know, you had your personality. You were dynamic. You were raucous, us. Uh, you brought excitement. But there's just that dang line you can't cross where yeah. you were letting up. some of the feelings that you had. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't let them out. You yeah. knew it. Sure. We all did.
7: But that's why we got paid to have those jobs. <laughs> well, let, me me we did that.
1: let me ask you this. We're jumping all over. Um, not physically putting your hands on people. Obviously, you can't do that. But, can, you know, we lost... Uh a great mentor and coach. Some people liked him. Some people didn't. And Bobby Knight, uh, yesterday, can you still coach that way uh, today? I, I, in general, I'd say no. Yeah, uh, I think
9: I think there's a intensity that a coach translates to players, and he's got to have his way of doing it. If those players. I don't think i ever heard, or heard a player say that he thought Bobby Knight disrespected him. So he was able to act that way and still retain the respect of his players. Now, from us looking inside, it looked like there was something between him and that player. But he wouldn't have won all them damn games if there was anything between him and those players. That was. It's like people think when I was standing on the sideline with Pat Dye and television you used to catch him cussing his fanny off and thinking that that was personal. Hell, that wasn't personal. (laughs) We were so damn close he could say any damn thing he wanted to because it didn't matter. Right. He didn't hurt my feelings. If you ever thought he did, he was hugging me by the time we came out of the locker room after the game. Yeah. And it's the same way that, you know, that emotion is part of who they are. And if you think a player wants to have a coach that doesn't have emotion... You know better. They do. Yeah. Now, how, how does it come out? You know, did Pat doing all that screaming help us win football games? You damn right it did. He was that was contagious.
1: Well, yeah and,
9: had, he, had, that, had that one sitting next to you, Barry. Yeah, that I, guy right there was
3: always
1: well, screaming. He, he could always <laughs> have the players on edge. You know, and you got them on is. edge. <laughs> if you got them on edge, you got something. You um, got something. There you go. All right. Uh, Daddy, anything else coach before we let him? No, in? I'll send him a check tomorrow. All right, uh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Thanks Jack. Jack. Great Jack. job. Go Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Yeah, we jumped all over, but uh, yeah, he's right. Uh, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Be glad to. Prince Glover and Hayes got a problem. I
2: had an injury. I feel like that injury was not uh, necessary. And you need somebody to give you some advice before they before you because you don't know what direction to go. And that's that's it. that's is it layman's terms, that's not, that's not a lawyer's term, that's me, then you need to call Prince Clover and Hayes and get their advice, Three, four, five, one, two, three, four, And they'll give you advice on the telephone or in person. Uh, after that, if you want to go further with it, but they'll give you advice as to whether you should go further with it or you should let it go. They will tell you the law, and they will tell you how the law how the law. Is involved with the problem that you have with the injury that you have, whether it be on the highways. Uh, we certainly had the critical thing happen during Halloween, or whatever it might be. Uh, it uh, it needs to be understood by yourself as you go into them, and by them as they as they try to represent you. Three four five one two three four Prince Glover and Hayes.
1: PrinceLaw.net is the website. Always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. All right, the Blue Plate Special. We'll be next. You list the Tide 100.9 mm. and see home of Alabama Sports.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active rec. 69 southbound is backed up at Union Chapel. McFarland stop and go through the construction zone in both directions. 69 northbound, slow at Skyland. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's a brand-new month, and that means brand-new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. Hey.
0: Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. (laughs) Stop!
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker. Go to toyotacom Look at that Grand Highlander right here. What a beautiful, beautiful car. Also, uh, all the new inventories right there on the website. They've got the used inventory on there. Uh, you can schedule a service right there at the website as well. Uh, swing by 3325 Skyland Boulevard. Find Justin David. Tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Or go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. All right, uh, it's time for the... Blue plate special, Noah. Uh, six and three. Uh, but uh, tell us a couple of games maybe you looked at. You didn't go, and then where did you end up landing?
2: Well, I looked at Texas a little bit with the four points, but the new quarterback, I got a little bit scared of that. Uh, actually, looked at an Arkansas Arkansas State game. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't comfortable trying to figure out the Florida Arkansas game very well. And i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't comfortable with a lot of them they're they're very hard to pick um i did feel like that michigan would beat purdue um probably more than the line is but then uh, studying purdue um i felt like could purdue could score that the i forget what the line was uh but uh, that probably wasn't the best one and i I really I really went through these every night trying to find something that I was comfortable with. You got to find something that you're comfortable with and so um I w- I was um um a little bit comfortable with with uh, Virginia Tech and Louisville. And I took Louisville and Virginia Tech gets nine and a half points. Uh not because Louisville beat not because Louisville beat Duke. Had nothing to do with it. Duke's quarterback was out. I think Louisville's playing good. They're at home. I think Virginia Tech is very good, but they're very, very good at home. Um uh, more so than they are on the road, I think. I think nine and a half takes away the field goal. Um and um uh, I don't know. So I look I like every time I every time I looked at other games I came back to that one. And so that I I can hear you sighing, so you probably
1: don't like that one. I uh, I just haven't followed Virginia Tech or Louisville this year. I know Virginia yeah. Tech's four and four, three and one, the ACC uh, Louisville's seven and one, so uh they're still got a chance to you know, good chance if they can win out to make the A C C championship game. They're four and one, seven and one. Uh, in uh the ACC it's a 230 game on the ACC network so uh that's where you're going louisville minus the nine well, and a half yeah,
2: they scored in the 30s um um you know some. and and uh has, has scored pretty well they've they've lost three games they lost to florida state 39-17 they, they lost to Purdue, uh, 24-17 uh, at home and they lost, I think it was uh I think they lost to a Rutgers, um thirty
1: something or something whatever. Um uh, in in uh Yeah, they, they lost Purdue, Russia. Rutgers, they lost to Marshall and they lost to Florida State. The yeah. last two games they won, they beat Wake thirty thirteen and Syracuse thirty eight to ten. So uh but those games were uh, at home on the road, they lost. as I said, thirty-eight seventeen. They lost at Rutgers, uh, big, and they lost at Marshall. So they. Have I just think
2: Louisville's good there, and I think also when you go in there, regardless, players don't. When you go in there and you and you crack Duke, who's the, who's a real good team in the name of everybody, and you even though they didn't have their quarterback, you feel good. Now I don't think you're overconfident. Uh, you better not be. But I do think you feel like it's Your team is really coming around, and you're, you know, you're seven and one, and you can go anywhere. And the coaches can convince them that. So nine and a half points is a lot of points. Um, but uh, I couldn't find anything that I was comfortable with
1: besides this one. All right, so there we go. <laughs> that's the blue plate. Uh, Two thirty game. I think my blue plate, my silver plate, my dessert plate. I'm taking Utah. Minus 11 against Arizona State. Uh, Utah was embarrassed uh, last weekend. I think those kids got some pride. Although Arizona State, bad record, but every game they played, as Gary Harris brought out to me yesterday, has been very, very close.
2: Sure has. I looked at Arizona and Arizona State. I I backed off of them, but you could be right and I could be dead wrong.
1: All (laughs) right, so I'm going to throw one out uh, Utah. Uh, minus the 11, uh, but uh, that's just a little dessert plate for you. Oh, yeah, that's uh, fine. A little, little dessert. Uh, ain't no problem. All right, uh, we'll take this uh, last break. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines. Do you like the blue plate? Do you not? Do you want to talk about Bobby Knight story? 205-342-9904. We'll get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. You listen to Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC, the home of Alabama sports.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. 69 southbound is backed up at Union Chapel. McFarland stop and go through the construction zone in both directions. 69 northbound, slow at Skyland. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Towns and Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide
7: 100.9. Coming up tomorrow on the Miller's Edge, Alabama LSU. will continue taking your calls and talking the big matchup this Saturday right here in Tuscaloosa. College game
8: day coming to town. We'll talk more right here on the Miller's Edge.
7: Tune in 11 to noon to hear
0: Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Yeah! Do you need help finding... Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Sunny weather continues today with a fairly decent warm-up. The high for this afternoon around 61. Clear tonight, not as cold as last night, below 34. Tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 67. The high Saturday, 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 28 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Two-time state champion and two-time nit champion Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide
1: 100.9. Welcome back to uh, I like Barry.
2: It. I need to mention. I need to mention Chuck Norwood, sure. and, and Remax down in uh, Gulf Shores. Chuck, uh, if you need to sell something or buy something or whatever it might be, Chuck and them can help you down there. They uh, they sponsor our show, or not our show, our our blue plate special. And uh, some days he's glad he's a sp- uh, sponsor. Some days he's not. But uh,
1: we'll see what happens yeah, again Yeah, so week. go to ChuckNorwood.com. You're down in the Orange Beach, uh, Gulf Shores area. No better person to, if you want to sell your place, you want to buy a place, 251-948-1212. Chuck went off the grid a little bit last week. His heart would not let him no. bet on Auburn. I knew uh, that. Uh, or recommend people take Auburn. He uh, lost all one point. And so he went to the um he went to the Texas A and M game, and you're not real good with math. You try to tell him he won, and I knew he did not if he if he did wager there or somebody did. Uh and <laughs> they lost that by I think a half a point there. Uh all right, let's get to the uh Chuck Norwood, Remax Realty Hotline, and bring Tommy into the show. Good morning, Tommy. It's Tony.
10: Hey, guys.
1: How are y'all? Oh, hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. I'm sorry. Guys. That's all right. Uh, they no, put, no, they no, put uh, Tommy uh, on the box. Uh, so. That's
10: okay. I'll fire, hey, um, I'll
1: fire Noah tomorrow. Go ahead.
10: <laughs> guys, uh, I did not get a chance to watch the playoff selection show, whatever it's called. But did, did anybody on that panel mention this thing about Michigan? Did they say that it may come up and it may cause an issue of them getting in?
1: No. Yes, it was brought up. Uh, tell us what that was said there.
10: It was actually Reese. Uh, yeah.
0: Reese brought it up to the, like, head of the college football playoff committee. And um, he the, the stance was, it is an NCAA issue, not a playoff
1: committee issue. Yeah, so yeah, basically that's, they're that's saying it. until the NCAA tells us differently, we're going to treat it, treat them the same as everybody else.
10: Okay, well, then then I agree with Coach. Uh, I don't think they're going to get this taken care of quick enough uh mm. because if it's an NCAA issue then then does that mean the conference has to say? so I guess the conference can step in and ban them from going
1: but uh um, I, 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 I I don't I don't agree with uh you guys. I, I think the I think these coaches are going to pressure this Big 10 commissioner uh I think they're mad uh, about this. Uh I man.
10: would be too. Yeah. Uh you know, and and but I don't know. Uh, uh, by the way, and just off topic, I I believe they're guilty of everything that they've said they were doing. Uh, I think the proof is out there. If they want to get to it, get to it. They, they will. Um, yeah. But um, I guys, I have a feeling Texas is going to get upset this weekend.
1: Good Kansas now, State lines four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
10: They, yeah, they're playing and they're playing with the back of quarterback still. I don't think he played that well. Yeah. I know Texas ended up beating him, but he didn't look great, in my opinion. They they, they they better be careful.
1: Uh, that would be big so, for Alabama if that happened. That would be huge. Yeah, well, but on.
10: none of all of this is. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody's hoping.
10: Well, we uh, got to handle go this take,
1: you first. Go. You think Alabama takes care of LSU, Tony?
10: I do. I think they beat them. Uh, I, I, it could be by ten, but I, I think LSU may score late to make it look respectable. I, guys, at the end of the day, I, you know, I've been coaching offensive football now for twenty plus years as an OC. And I'll tell you right now, offense wins games, defense still wins championships. That's just a fact. Uh, you look at all the great teams Alabama had with Tua, with Bryce, we didn't have a defense because we couldn't stop running water. I mean, uh, a a drifting a drift and, a drift and fall it. So that's why we got beat the way we did. Now we won a lot of games, but we didn't win a title. Yeah.
1: Not a national title. Well they got a defense for sure. So uh, yeah,
10: absolutely. Yeah, LSU does
1: not. That's right. Thank you, Tony. So- All right, y'all have a good day. All right. uh, Thank you. We want to thank Alabama 1 as well. Go to www.alabama1.org for all their products and services. We'll talk to Mike Brown tomorrow about all the great things going on as the holiday season is right around the corner. A lot of times they have great opportunities to get some loans there, take care of some Christmas and stuff if you need to do that. So please stay tuned tomorrow. The Blue Plate Special is out. Take Louisville. Now that he's hung up, uh, minus nine and a half against the Hokies. Eh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do y'all like that pick? I don't know. I don't know. You think it's all right? No? no everybody's shaking their we head. We will see. We gonna be will six see. and four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe be seven and three. You don't know. All right, that's it for today's show. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. you listen to Todd. and 1230 AM WTBC, the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.